and I don't know if this even pertains to you anymore because I have no idea what's going on in out there in the streets in the real world. But I wanted to ask, how good are you at getting off the phone? Oh, I just tell them I'm I'm about to go. Thank you. This is see. I have I have come home several times and seen Sarah struggle with getting off the phone. She'll hit him with the okay and then talk for another 20 to 30 or actually listen to them talk. I am one of I'm like, you you all right, I just pulled up. All right, I'm about to make dinner. I like I'm letting you know that we're done. We there's- We're done. I'm about to go. Yeah, I mean, but what what did what, what I <laughs> It's the people, I think people struggle if they don't have anything to say, right? And even then, I'm always like, well, I'm about to have some me time. I'm going to hit you back. <laughs> and I, I do that. And I had to get comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm surprised Sarah just don't be like, well, John's home now. <laughs> so, and then just be Bye. done with it. I, yo, y'all let us know how that struggle. Listen, I was never the best at this. Um, As we get further, further away from like, when I used to be an asshole or some weird shit, I'm going to tell y'all a story that used to be um, when I was younger and I used to spend a lot of my time on the PL, I was running into women <laughs> who was into like phone sex or whatever. Right. And that whole, I didn't know about no me time in the middle of the night when it's late and they knew I stayed up all night. So this one particular girl, <clears throat> she, uh, she, w- we would do it. Right. And she would not want to get off the phone. And I'm like, fam, all right. So this is what I used to do. I used to text my guy. I'm like, call me in like five minutes. So I have an excuse to get out the phone. My guy, being a pervert that he is, because this girl had a sexy ass voice, he'd be like, yo, put me on three-way so I can hear, you know, hear her talk or whatever. And I'm like, cool, whatever. You can hear this chick talk. But the problem with the situation was this chick would always try to jumpstart another session. And I'm like, where your hands at? Oh, don't work. And I'm like, fam, no. And then my guy get mad because like, let her go. I'm like, fam, I'm supposed to let her go by herself. Like, what right. are we doing now? Like, I don't want you listening. Yeah. To me. I'm so glad I'm past them days. Yo, and speaking of them days, nobody ever. <laughs> you know how we have nostalgia for certain shit. I've never seen nobody have nostalgia for cyber sex. I think once FaceTime has came up, nobody's like, yo, let's just go into a chat room. And type out everything we want to do to each other. Nobody has nostalgia for that at all. You don't even reminisce on it. You don't even like. I mean, there's sexting. Yeah, but that's more personal, right? Because (laughs) when you did it. I mean, but you're still typing it all out, I guess. But didn't cyber have to. I mean, all right, mode. When you're sexting. Are you touching yourself too? Or is it just sending out things? Because cyber sex, you were touching yourself while typing things out. I have no idea. Okay, see. All right. Y'all let us know <laughs> <I'm> what <laughs> I know I'm what it, I've heard of sexting, but I thought it was all conversation. I thought it was like, you know, y'all just sending each other flirty stuff. I didn't know if it had y'all had to touch each yourself, whatever. I see. feel like sexting is pictures. That that could be <laughs> that could be something too. Um we have a lot to because get. Because I feel like, I par- but isn't it distracting? Like trying to please yourself and text a message. See, that's why I thought sexting was different for cyber. Cyber, you didn't, have, you didn't have. You were young. Or I don't you were remember old. being young and being online and um, not knowing any better, obviously. But 
Well, I remember having a conversation with a guy. I remember this. And I remember it was just like me and him chatting. I don't know what this was because it was audio. Yeah. But it was just me and him. Like, I don't remember if that was like a chat room or what. I just remember that. And I remember like, like it was weird. Like, I never really think or thought that I had some type of voice. Mm-hmm. But people used to really like it. I think that's weird. I mean, what? it's not weird. <laughs> okay, let me take that back. It was weird to me at 14, 15. Okay, yeah. Like, I sound like a child would be my assumption. If you're a black girl who has tried to get her hair done in the past two or three years, you may have been a victim of this current epidemic of unprofessionalism that's going on with stylists these days. Let me tell you my rules for booking a stylist. Number one, if you do the service out of your home, I'm not booking. If you only take Zelle, Cash App, Cash, these kind of untraceable payments, I'm not booking. If you have a long list of rules on your booking website, I'm not booking. I'm not reading the constitution just to get an appointment. Number four, if you have a deposit, I honestly don't want to book. But if your work looks good enough, I will book unless I have to book the appointment and then Zelle, cash out whatever you the deposit. Never mind, I'm not booking. If I can't find the address of where to go to get the service done while I'm booking, I'm not booking. If I have to come washed and blow dried, I'm not booking. I know y'all are probably thinking, damn, where do you get your hair done? Because all of these things are what people do. You just have to look. You got to search. You got to find. It takes time, but it's worth it. Trust me. After listening to that, I, 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 my appreciation for what women go through. Because that sounds like we don't, as a man, getting your hair cut or braided, we don't have to go through all this. This is, I'm like, fam, y'all got to. Mm, a I level of trust. Of, I know some barbers. Oh, they pulling this? Y'all, I've been bald for that's a minute. That's got the deposits. <laughs> that's got the. Like a whole line of lists of stuff. I mean, they're good barbers, yeah. but I know some barbers that's got the same shit. But I feel like so. Here's the thing: I, I I'm on the fence about going to people's homes, and a reason why it's cheaper to do it in my house than it is for me to go rent a booth, right? Yeah, yep. The problem is unless you like have a designated space in your home or you know, to actually do it and be professional. I think that's the part. Like, I don't want to be in your kitchen per se, unless you're my home girl. But if I'm like searching for professional services, I'm not trying to be in your kitchen and your kids running around and you got to take a break to feed them and all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like treat it like a job. If you have a salon in your basement or whatever the case may be, then you are at at work from eight to whatever. All that other shit needs to be gone. It need they need to be taken care of. I just think that is a lot. I think it is why the other reason that I think people make you come with your hair washing, but because these are not esthetic, these are not cosmetologists. They're not. They just know how. They are good at doing something, but they mm-hmm. didn't go to school to do your hair. Yeah. Right. Because the reason why beauticians go through the wash to learn your hair texture to see what the, they're learning your hair so they can best treat your hair. If they come, come wash and blow dry, sis, they just, they're good at braids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they just, they're good at that task. So that's all they need you to do. You should know everything else. If you are a booked and busy bitch and you are asking for deposits, you better be on your shit, meaning don't come late. Don't ask me for a deposit and you late. 
Because if I'm late, you're going to charge me a late fee mm-hmm. plus a deposit. Plus, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's levels to it. I think it, it, it varies. Um, yeah, if I can't, I think, again, it depends. If I go on your website to do a booking and there's no address, it's probably because you work out of your house. So I can get why you won't put that up as public. Yeah, but if yeah. you work in a shop, bitch, put the shop down. <laughs> what are you talking about? So it's like a catch-22. Praise God I do my own hair. All right. All right. Yeah. I've learned my hair. I've given myself protein treatments. I have clipped my own ends. I have did my own weaves, wigs, sew-ins, deep conditions. I don't have time. It might take me a weekend, but I'm not about to. Plus, the price for stuff is ridiculous now. That's what I was about to go to. I was, two, three hundred dollars for some shit. Yeah, because um, you have saved a ton of money doing it yourself. But also, I was thinking, like, well, if money wasn't an object, would you still do it yourself? It, I, I would have to have my own specific my type of beautician. My mom had a beautician for years. She had that one beautician, and, I, and when I was younger, that would be the beautician I go to. I stopped one hug, and she was scissor happy. Oh, <laughs> you talking about fuck clipping the end? She was like, and you're getting a bob, like just everything's gone. Like, but I appreciate because your hair was healthy. She kept up with it, but um, like now, I would be honest. I don't like to um, clip my own ends. I've done it. I'm not a fan. I would like to find a beautician. I would just want one to go to to be like. Every couple of weeks, you're going for that deep treatment, get your ends clipped, and then be out of there. Like, anything else I need to do to my hair, I can pretty much do myself. Yeah. All right. Um, before we get into it, this might, I'm going to let y'all know right now, this might be a lot of TV movie heavy. Yes. You know what? We had um, ended the conversation last week, and I had I was like, oh, and then you had hunk, and I was like, never mind, I just asked her. But I meant to ask you, had you checked out any episodes of the Love and Hip Hop reunion? Just just because. Like, okay. but no, because I know we're not doing the rundown, but I was just curious to know if you had seen any of it. This is the thing. I have saw I saw a piece of the latest episode. So this is this is, so here's the real the biggest thing about this. Show has been going on for maybe four or five weeks at this time when I'm about to give y'all this news, I heard about it. And the only thing I have seen outside of Chrissy and Mama Jones, but I, you can see that going in, they were going to butt heads, was Mariah Lynn does not accept Carly Red's apology. And you just, I'm like, And I ain't it. mad at her. And so, so then I seen, yo, I, was, I don't know what happened Monday, what I was doing. Maybe Monday Night Football was on. I came upstairs. Oh, no, it wasn't. I was editing the pod. I think I was doing that. And I went to, uh, I came upstairs. I thought I was done. And uh, uh, I saw some of the cast. And I was like, who is this? And Sarah was like, the Panamanian prison. I said, oh, I've, I forgot all about Estelita. I thought it was Annie Lee oh. for a second. But because uh, they were just, I'm like, yeah, she was only on for a cup of coffee. She was barely there. And let him tell her, huh, Spice, like BFFs, who knew? <laughs> so, uh, what happened last episode that I, I actually got to see? Last Chaotic episode. Game Night was last episode. And what did they do on the beach? They were talking about women's Roe v. Roe v. Wade. And the, the they abortion. were talking about so, it was uh, Shay's women empowerment yes, section of yeah. the trip. Yes. Which I thought was interesting because I felt like they kind of had already had a scenario like that. But I guess it wasn't women empowerment. It was them all just kind of expressing their life and their background and how they grew up. But go ahead. Um, and then you start to see why certain people are here <laughs> on the show. Because I'm like, so you try to put the casting together. I don't know why I have to leave it there, but I guess she BFS with Spice. So I said, 
oh, this is where Shay and Amara make up. This is uh, an Amara, uh, Shay's brother there. But didn't, did they not make up at the reunion? You would, yeah, but yeah. So, and then who else is on there? Shekana, Asel, she, because her and Spice butt heads. And of course, next episode, look at they butt heads. Mama, Chicana. Chrissy. I know, she's so much. I want to love Shekana. I do. But, yeah. <laughs> I do. You, be like, you, you, you make me tired, sis. Just tired. This what stuck out to me about this this show though, they lack good men, and I'm not saying that Gunplay has not got his shit together now, or and I heard from what Sarah says, chaotic trying to fuck everybody on this thing. Every Uh, single person on the on the cast, Scrap Deleon, he don't he he is in polygamy. Mm -hmm. Yes, so I was like, what does Alexis think? Alexis, you cool with that? Cool. He ain't expressed that to her. That's the thing. He's expressed it to the talking head. He mm. hasn't expressed it to her. What's the other guy on there? It's for I thought it's for. But you know what? You he sit here and be like, "Well, I'm not about the monogamous life, and I don't see myself doing this." Then and so he, you move the way you want to move, but you don't openly say what you want to say, and that's what's wrong with people because that's not fair. It, don't lead her on thinking, you know, that there's, there's gonna be a something chance. else. When you know for real, for real, that you're not into this one woman, you know, kind of man lifestyle. Yeah. Like you want to be poly. I would say that, like, you know, I think you're dope and I want to keep hanging out with you. And I want to get something. I just want to let you know this I'm not I'm a about. one man, I'm not a one woman kind of man. I'm, I want to have multiple girls or multiple wives. Is that something you could deal? You might be surprised. I don't see Alexis Scott saying, yeah, but she could. Yeah. But he's also taking that away from her and then making her, exactly. what he's trying to do is, oh, you went too deep now. You really feeling me and now you got away. Like, is it that bad? If he still be able to give me this type of attention, maybe it could work. The big conversation that came up was fresher in Jen. Oh, that's the other guy. Oh, okay. Yes, I saw this conversation. I'm, dude, this is going to get me to the problem that we're going to talk about with Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm confused about this. So she wants to get married. And his argument, because it went a little viral too, I saw last week, mm-hmm. was we either go to the courthouse because I'm not spending $250,000. And I'm like, there's a lot of leeway between courthouse and 50000 250 a quarter of a million. Why are we not getting there? Is Why does it seem this to be court? I agree. Okay. I was like, how come it can't be 100000 <laughs> I mean, what? Like you, but she seemed to be kind of pressed too. But I'm like, I felt one day was having this conversation while they were intoxicated. Let's just, let's just start there. Yeah. But like two, you don't date... It's like they don't see each other's point of view. Like people so selfish and stuck in their way, right? She's going, I'm better in the courthouse. We've been together for 20 years. You don't think that I deserve to have a wedding. That is her point of view. He's going, I'm not paying $250,000 for a wedding. She wanted 200. Now, I don't know if she said the wedding got to hit the number 250,000 because to me, that's crazy because you don't have 250,000. No. There's nothing about y'all lifestyle that states that y'all have $250,000. However, comma, you can say, babe, because she was like, well, all we got to do is save. We could have just saved. Like, you could save a little bit of money. You plan on being broke your whole life. I was like, girl, you pushing it. You pushing it. Because you can have a great, successful, beautiful wedding for less than $250,000. Yes. But I think the problem coming in is he just want to go to a courthouse. He don't want to spend yeah, no there's money no on room a with wedding. Him. Yeah. <sighs> I, so that I was an interesting topic. It, it's it's weird because you're right. With no, he's he's at fault because it don't seem like there's any wiggle room, and she's at fault because it seems like I don't want to marry you if it can't be my way. 
And then I'm like, do y- are y'all in love? Are you just because she gives well, me, just, I want to get, I just, I deserve to be a wife at least. I mean, of all the stuff, quote unquote, that she has been through, why would you, you know? <sighs> well, I guess in my head, I'm like, why you allow it to get this? Okay, never mind. Mind my business. I'm single to shit. Single as fuck. I'm not going to tell you how to move, sis girl. All right. We're on reality TV. Flavor of Love turned 17 years old last week. I have to celebrate. Oh, no. I brought it up because it, it, what I, I saw it. And yes, it is our number to celebrate. But I have a question for you in the audience. Is Flavor of Love peak reality television as far as that genre of drama, fighting, um, chaos? Because if we want to put the best season of Real Housewives, name the city, and the best city of love and hip hop, name the city. And usually we're going to pick it because, oh, this is when he got caught and they were fighting. Or this is when these two didn't get along because she lied on her. Versus like Pumpkin, New York or Shane. I think you may be hard pressed. And that's sad because 17 years ago is what, 2006? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> did it peak? And we're not even talking about the spinoffs. The I Love New York, the Real and Chess for the Love of Money. Nobody cares about those. Nobody cares about those. Real and Chess. I loved all the spinoffs. They were so good. Nah, Will and Chance is Will and Chance. Who is (laughs) Real and Chance was just corny to me. I don't even think I've watched more than like three episodes. I think, but I will say this. Even if you're not a fan of the spinoffs, they knew what they were doing when they did the spinoffs because they knew New York had something. So -hmm. you bring her and they knew her mama was trouble. So you Mm -hmm. bring her. And you just like, okay, how far is can this a, go? Is she the real first mama of reality TV? I know they tried to give it to Keisha Cole mama, but I can't remember what years that kind of when did started. Ke- you're right. When did Keisha Cole, that show made, speaking of, what, what is on V, oh yeah, so, uh, there was a, there's a, it's not Love and Hip Hop, but it's Love and Hip Hop-esque, and, it, and we talked about it a few years, I mean, uh, last year, because it debuted on BET Plus, and now it's coming on after Family Reunion about young up-and-coming women in hip-hop and making their way. And it's on VH1. And I'm like, what is BET doing? Why don't I just close the, sh- the, the station down? The station. What are we doing? Oh, but the encore is coming back. Oh! Hold up. <laughs> encore got a season two. And this time, I don't know if it's either all men or a mix of women and men. Oh, the same year. Keisha Cole, the way it is, is 2006. They both were the same. But oh. But what's name was in January, so they probably weren't in January because I didn't see the anniversary for this. When was that first episode? On this, I'm trying to see. Yeah, I'm excited about the encore though. That is that is it. That is it. Two seasons. Yeah, July. So yeah, yeah, because yeah, he had to see her mom, and that's another thing too. There was New York, delicious Shay hoops. Like, we know the women on this show, too. And the women went on the new stuff. You know what? The thing about uh, Flavor Flav, it was... It was authentic. It felt, It was yep. like authentic. It felt, at least. It mm-hmm. felt like authentic reality TV. And Love and Hip, all the other reality TVs, they were that way up to a certain point. You know why I think it worked? It worked the way it did? Because the authenticity was brought out because the liquor was there and it's easier when everybody's in the same house 
It is harder yeah. when you got to do well. Such and such is having an event, and there's liquor there, but because everybody still got to go home. When they got to go back, they, these people have to go. When Flavor goes to bed, these women are still fighting in this house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, S O H H said that Kodak Black would be perfect for a Flavor of Love reboot spinoff. He would, but he's been problematic. He's been he's been vocal about not liking dark skinned women. Why Nick Cannon don't have a show about who my next baby mama. This shit makes sense to me. In the nick of time, in the nick of love. Come on, like, come <laughs> on. You got it. Nick got and dime because it's nickel and dime. Like you can you can do some things. Does he have time for know. that? Does he have time for that? No, nah, according to Mariah Carey, she she ain't got time for shit, including his firstborns. I don't know why y'all thought he did. He got 12 kids. <laughs> 12 kids. It's, it's not 12? 10. It is 12. Oh, shit. Okay, no, it's, 12. it's 12 kids. It's 12 now. Yeah. He just made it right. When you gonna find time for 12 kids? Yo, Nick, would you ask, you know, if, I want to be, I want I want to have a funny interview with Nick Cannon and be like, so tax time, how many kids do you get to claim? Like, do you get to claim any kids? Or you just Hell let all no. the women? Yeah. Just let them all claim the kids. Let them get the money. You don't need no money. No, we don't. Oh, I watched a few things uh, this year, this this these past week, and we we can get into it. We don't have to get into too much. My brother wanted me and Sarah to watch. Why did I get married too? And we talked about this on our latest episode of uh, Studio Flow After Hours. That movie's bad, guys, and I knew it was bad because that's why I, I don't did. like. Why did I get married too? because he he got recommended it he knew it was bad so he's like y'all gotta watch this bad movie and i said the moment the trailer dropped because i enjoyed why did i get married i said that was tyler perry's best movie it was one of his best and i said he's not gonna top it my brother said you were right i sat down and watched why did i get married too and none of it makes sense tyler perry i'm gonna tell y'all this i always joke about drake when Drake gets to rapping about women, it sounds like he ain't never been in a relationship. Tyler Perry got the same type of issues because he, it, the way he did that, he tried to portray marriage relationships. None of it was believable. And the most unrealistic one might have been Marcus and Angela. I always love to call her Tasha because that's who she gets. She gets every time she's just Tasha. And then Tasha. Michael Jai White's character of her not trusting this man and give mm-hmm. me her. Mm-hmm. In the moment, we spoiling a movie that's old as hell, y'all. The moment that the gardener said, I'm hearing noises on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I said, oh, it's got to be the gardener fucking in her room <laughs> or whatever. Because I, I, and it makes no sense. Because how was this neighbor so nosy and leaves out the part? But I never see none of y'all cars. Like I see the, I hear the noise, blah, blah, blah. She came in. I have no idea why Tyler Perry thinks gun humor is funny. Because I know Medea carries a gun. So she come in busting. And shooting, like, I got you, Marcus, I got you. And I said, what is going because on? Because Tyler Perry, Parody, his name should be Tyler oh, Parody Perry. Yes. Because you will take this, this. okay, it's kind of, to me, it's the Friday. It's the Friday thing. Okay, hear me out. Why did I get married? The first one mm-hmm. was a good movie, right? I felt like everybody knew their roles, their characters. It was still play s, but it worked. You was like, I right, yeah, cool. it was seen. It was grounded. Yep. He took each of those characters and turned them up ten. Yeah, he went to eleven <laughs> Like, and it just was like well, everything about each character was just so over the top because you went, 
oh, this is what was funny in the first one, or this is what worked in the first So, like, let's amp it up. That's how I feel about the Fridays, which is why I don't like them. Yes. Like, everybody loved the Fridays. I'm like, I've, I've never been a the fan first of the one, The first one was so grounded in reality. And then yeah. the second and third was like, what are we doing here? This is cartoonish. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Yes, thank you. It's just like you just took the character and just turned them up 10 to be, it's like when you make the dumb character dumber on TV. Yeah. So speaking of speaking of dumb, so Jill Scott's character, I wrote their names. I can't remember them anymore. We're going to say Jill Scott, right? Yes. She was loud and proud about telling everybody how broke they were because her husband, which again, Tyler Perry, you're going to tell me a cop that can't get a job, but he had no demerits. And there are cops who have shot and killed unarmed people and moved to another pre- uh, district yep. or precinct and was able to get a job. But y'all giving a sheriff in Colorado cannot get a job in Atlanta. It's a metropolitan city or, or the suburbs. Come on. They, they all, it's unbelievable. They have never said, we got too many police. We can't hire you, my guy. But <laughs> she was telling them, oh, yeah, we broke, we broke. But then how is the fact that her ex, Michael, was going through chemo? You could have told the husband, like, and then it was like, does soul food exist in this universe? Because she definitely went to her ex to get her husband a job. And I'm like, this happened to soul food. You Don't do this. It it's going to add. And then Janet <laughs> fucking Jackson. Oh, my goodness. She should have been a superhero because she kept popping up out of nowhere. But her and Malik Yoba. So they announced that they're getting divorced at the Why Did I Get Married uh, Kumbaya they have. And then they come back and Sharon Leal's character is her lawyer. And he wanted... $800,000. Now, I'm confused about this. Again, Tyler Perry, you probably never went through a divorce. You, know, you ain't been through a divorce. Is he wants the $800,000 to be included in all of it, so he actually wants half of the $800,000? Because if this, if that's the case, Janet, you're arguing over $400,000. Or does he want the $800,000, period? Either way, they have... No, this is what it gets wild. They have a divorce proceeding, guys. A divorce proceeding, it goes haywire. They go back to the same house. Why are y'all still living together? He gets super drunk, pours liquor on her, and then burns the baby pictures. At this moment, I said, well, how are you going to redeem this character? Tyler Perry said, watch this. She brings a male stripper to hop out of a cake to embarrass him at work. And then he goes into his car and gets into a car accident. And his death brings all the couples back together. (laughs) And I skipped over the part where he broke into his own house to move his shit out. And then she broke more stuff. <laughs> it was that scene, that scene right there. You trying to tell me this is angry Janet? Yeah. That I was just like, he should have just put on the screen video. She was more <laughs> upset in that video. Listen, I had never, I had, ne- I, I was so excited to watch that movie because I so much enjoyed the first one. I was the fuck is this shit? Yo, so then, so then Tyler Perry is going through an emotional affair where his wife is having an emotional affair on him and um uh she almost she calls him phil and she plays it off she gets some flowers and she got no card and then uh she didn't get a card and he's like where's the card here blah blah this and then she's dressing sexy and he got the dates february 17th and she had another baby after she couldn't have any more babies maybe they had two kids no the two kids i don't know how much time it went through but she had they had two kids uh wasn't in the first one that they was she was they had the first baby and so some time might have went through yeah but she was like i'm not having no more kids and she was like because i got fixed or something that was literally like the first movie and then you turn around and had another baby because remember she said it on the side like i can't have no more kids i mean she said i made sure of that yo why did they make <laughs> speaking of kids they had they had janet jackson 
be responsible for her child's death because she didn't strap him in the seat. And then she blamed herself for uh, Gavin, Malik Yoba's death. I said, wait, that was his own fault. He could have went back into his office and shut the door. He could have called security and removed you. Nobody told him to drive out in the streets like that. That was dumb. I was like, so so he died. <laughs> just like, oh, I clapped at that he, moment. I said, good. This is because he was horrible and, this, and they needed something permanent. I didn't think it was going to bring everybody to, together. They need to have that movie. That movie should have just not exist. And then not the, exist. the Rock showed up. Like, yo, this man ain't been dead for a year. Her, her little co-worker was like yo i feel like you need to meet this guy and he shows up like oh your books have helped me through grief and all this and blah blah you could tell it was ad-libbing too because during his divorce proceeding he was like uh you uh, gavin told her you got all your ideas from me she's like i never used any of your ideas and he said but but i heard all your thoughts and i'm like where are we going with this scene for 800 hours but i'm trash where i saw some good stuff this week uh with movies i watched both the knives out I remember I wanted okay. to wa- I wanted to watch the first one first, uh, and then I watched the second one. Uh, enjoyed both of them. I need to watch more whodunits. I like the whodunits where everybody's I like a whodunits. Su- yeah. everybody's a suspect. I, I enjoy that. I'm a fan of Benoit Blanc in this southern accent that Daniel Craig has given us. This this uh, UK guy, this British guy has given us. Um, I enjoy. I think I like the first one more. Than the second one. I still gotta watch the first one. Uh, I both of them revolve around an unsolved murder. I think I enjoyed the characters more. But now that I've seen it, what did you want to ask me about Janelle Monae? Because I think we might have the same the same things. Go ahead. No, I just asked you what did you think of her. <sighs> this might sound crazy, and this is some spoilers for this movie. So if y'all don't care about it, she acted better as Helen than she did as Cassandra. <laughs> When she pretend when she's supposed to be this oh, mysterious and mad, I was like, I feel like you're doing too much. But has Helen? She's supposed to be this fish out of water, and she's and Janelle doesn't give me the greatest actress. I'm like, oh, this works better for you. I I believe you as a character of not knowing what you're supposed to be doing. What did you think about Janelle? I didn't like it. <laughs> Yo, all right, like listen. It. This is this might sound strange. Did Janelle have? It was something about the accent, I think. Oh, she was really she was it was it was Alabama. It was really giving. She th- was definitely giving us good old Alabama. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think that's so funny you say that. So let let me because last week me and my girls we had decided that we was all gonna play Southern Bells for a whole day, and we had went to the branch with our friends, okay. and it was so funny because we went ahead and we had took a good old Uber. Right, just mm-hmm. a good old Uber that the that the, the city folks like to call them. And we get in the Uber, and I said in Michelle's voice, "Hey, y'all, we were supposed to be Southern Bells, <laughs> cause we so we was cracking it. Like, you ever see the people that like go out and be like dressed in whatever attire, and they're gonna be that for the day? Yeah, like yeah. people that dress up like old grannies, and they like, oh, we going to the club. So we was we was cracking jokes about like mixing up the New Year, just trying out dumb shit. So." We used to, so I said in Uber, I'm like, y'all, we were supposed to be Southern Bells. And the, the Uber driver is already cracking jokes with us, right? And so mm-hmm. when I said it, he was like, y'all supposed to be Southern Bells. And immediately, right, all three of us was like, absolutely. You know, we just, we came to the big old city to visit everybody just to meet a little friends. And he is dying in a car. And so then he goes like, what's y'all names gonna be? And my girl was like, you know, I think I'm gonna be, and I forgot what she said her name was. And then my other friend was sitting here like, hmm, 
hmm, what can my name be? And then her sister go, we gonna name you Jezebel. And <laughs> she know. was like, Jezebel? <laughs> and I was like, did you call her a whore? A whore? <laughs> right? And she's like, I mean, Jezebel is such a name, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I, I, I reckon it is not a great name to use. Jezebel is not the name. Maybe something a little bit softer, even though this name means the same. I think Delilah works a little yeah. bit better. So, yes, we spent the whole day at brunch, at least most of the day at brunch, doing these Southern accent. And I'm talking about everybody is cackling. So what was, it was your name? Great. What was your name? You didn't give us yours. My name was Michelle. Oh, I thought she was gonna do Shelly. Because they <laughs> I thought you gonna do Shelly for the That day. make that would have made sense. But yeah, was? that was that was our little adventure. Yeah, um the day. She was fine. She was I mean, but also Batista. They both stuck out like sore thumbs. It's like, oh, y'all could tell this wasn't y'all first love. Y'all like You just know what act- I what I liked about the movie? I feel like there was just a lot of cameras, right? And not in a bad way. I feel like they didn't have to retake these things. Mm-hmm. When they show, when you watch it, you like, if you go back and watch it, you're going to be like, no, you really did do the stuff that you yes, said you do, yes. but you didn't know it the first time. Yep. So I'm like, y'all just had all these cameras catching every single moment of every yes. single thing so that you didn't have to be like, oh, I missed it the first time. Now nah, it was there. That's just not what you was focused on. Yeah. Yeah. I like that part of it. Okay. Now we're going to get into probably what would be the longest part of the pod. If you got some thoughts, I don't know if you if you don't. I finished the best man, the final chapters. Ooh, let's talk about it. And let me got my glass of wine. Um, I said last week because I've seen the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't think I like where they're going with this. And you stand by that? You stuck by that? Yeah, because I was I was talking about one thing in particular. And okay. it would and it, it ha- end up happening. So I guess the easiest was way was it could, Robin and um, Harper. Yes, the yeah. easiest way we can do this is to discuss the couples and Lance's storyline. So let's get st- Lance's storyline out the way. Um, he a he, hot thought pocket. Yeah, he was out here thotting it up, and he was a single father of four. Spoilers. But uh, yes, spoilers for best man of final chapters. But it kind of felt like he was a single father of one. And I knew because I remember That's I just what got, I said. I just got done watching Best Man Holiday. And I was like, how are they gonna do these kids? It doesn't make any sense. There's four kids in That's here. what I, I thought. So I thought I was going crazy. Yeah, I'm you like, don't see all four kids in the last episode where he getting retired, uh his retirement jersey. But he was dealing with uh his son was non-binary. And I kind of like how they did how when he said, Dad, we need to talk, you thought that, oh, he was gonna get that out the way. No, he was telling him he was quitting football or whatever. Yeah. And uh, him not accepting it, and I get. And here's the thing too: I understand when people be like, "Yo, why does everything gotta have an LGBTQ story?" This one kind of works because Magic Johnson has a gay son. Mm, that's exactly and so is Dwayne who I Wade about. Has a trans. But that, so, yeah, but oh, what I don't know. It was something about. It was the first thing I thought about was Magic Johnson. Yeah, he's EJ and he's LJ. So he's like, oh, wait, yeah. they're kind of not. They're not shoehorned. There's like this is happens in real life but yeah. i will say this though um while i didn't mind the the, the story with the son they could have went so many different ways with it with him because being a retired athlete trying to adjust to life without football life without his partner being a single father you could have did mental health you could have did pain pills 
you just had them thought and bopping and then having But I do think that's a thing though. I do yes. feel like people just start whoring. Yeah, he went back to his old self. He went back to his old self. That beard yeah. he had on was horrible. Um <laughs> Yo, it was the it was the cologne scene. I was tickled, baby. You know what's wild though? The cologne commercial was really shot like a, a deodorant commercial. Most cologne commercials, you'd be like, what is going on here? And then the, the fragrance the shows up yeah. at the end. So you're like, oh, okay, all right. I didn't, I, okay, I see where y'all was going with that. What did you think about uh, Jasmine from the islands of the, the fake island of St. Pierre? I don't know why they couldn't give us a real island, but <laughs> they, I, think, I feel like it cost, I don't know. Um. The wild part was, I found out they, they recorded in the DR and I saw the place they recorded. They shot it, and I wanted to go stay there, and it was about a thousand dollars a night. And I said, "No, I can't. I can't. I don't have a thousand dollars a night to stay there." <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I enjoyed Jasmine. I felt like I read that coming, though. Like it's always that one person that's able to check a person in a yeah. Sense, plus, she right? wasn't feeling him and fawning all over him like everybody yeah. else. Uh, they did a. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't. The, they didn't do the best job of explaining that she was single. It was just a throwaway line for Quentin. Like, yeah, I heard she didn't get married because it was at one of his uh, yeah. resorts or whatever. It's like she was engaged or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. what happened? Yes. All right. Um, no, the throwaway was um, the dude that was on the island that was filling me along and was like, when you get back to the city, we should meet up sometime. How do we not ever meet up with the person who lives in the I States? I don't understand that. I didn't get that. He was the shaman. I don't know why he needed to yeah. be the shaman. Yeah, but I, I was, he was so much better than Terry actually, Silver. I'm I tired of Terry you, Silver. I think because they were supposed to be two, two separate. Like, I think this was not, there wasn't supposed to be a final chapter. Yeah, I thought they were, yeah, you probably, the way you said, like, this movie should have been the rap. I've almost, yeah, I think they could have actually wrapped everything up with, if if like he ended up with Jasmine, like she came on with them, they could have did everything in that one movie. They could have. All right, I think these the second couple is Merch and Candy. They they're okay. I like I like them together, but they're not interesting to me. I get Merch I, feeling stepped on, and now he wants to find his strength. And <laughs> they they were kind of annoying. I was so over her obsession with this thesis and of plant based like, medicine. And yeah, all I get it. I do. Like I understand it, but I was. I was. It was like that's your whole bit. Like there's a whole storyline, yes. and I was over it. And I was so. I was so mad when they made her profess to be a creep. Listen, this is the thing too. At first. I thought, oh, this is exactly where they're going. But then they had so many episodes where this dude was a stand-up dude looking out for That's I was what like, I'm oh, so we're not going there. Cool. Then he grabbed and a titty, and I'm like, because I was like, come on, black man, understand it. <laughs> when they was having that uh little powwow in their house, they little get yeah. together, he was like, you know, we gotta stick together. I'm like, come on, you building these bonds with her husband. Yeah. Everything's gonna be great. And then you I know. Why are you doing? He had just hung up the phone from like I'm finna come with his home, wife. Man. Yeah, I was like, man. "What are we doing?" The part that I was like, I was thinking they was gonna go with when she has the first professor. I was like, "Damn, don't pit black." I, I, I don't know why I think I assumed that lady was black, but I was like, "No, let's not pit black women against black women." And then you was like, "You know what? I won't." But I'm gonna give you this creep ass professor, dude. Yep. Um, and then Merch got into UFC, and that was about which was it. random. 
Yes. But I, I got how he got there. Yes, I did too. Oh, uh, his Karen scene. Oh, they listen. They did too many what ifs. I was like, after uh, the first, yeah. I was like, fam, well, all right, either do something. But his Karen scene was like three. That scene did piss me off. And the most unrealistic part was there was no video. <laughs> nobody took video. And I think Quinn brings it up later on. He's like, like, nobody record. I felt like the taxi would have had their video going, but whatever. Something, something, something. I'm surprised one of the kids didn't pull their phones up. Yeah. And it makes sense that merch wasn't going to that movie premiere. It made sense. They're like, fam, I'm not trying to see myself. And I think you could have done it better. You know, you know what? You know what's wild to me? <laughs> um, I'm surprised Harper, and we're not going to get into Harper yet. Did not Harper try, and Robin is last. Yes. We did not, they did not, he did not try to pitch the best man as the movie. Or, or at least the sequel. As far as, if you, I think that was good. You know, let me let you know when the twist is, I didn't have sex with this one, I had sex with this one, and this, and then they got, like, as a sequel, but instead we got something else. All right. Uh, my favorite couple is Quentin and Shelby. Most definitely. Uh, they, it's all, the only misstep they really had was we didn't catch up with Quentin's dad. They gave Quentin's dad this, yeah. was it dementia? Was it amnesia? What was going yeah. on with him? And then we kind of just left it. Other than, I think there was one mention like, so is he going to get the nurse or about, and we moved on to yeah, Quentin's Yeah, it Quentin's was a health. little unfinished. Yeah. Uh, and Quentin did not want to make the health changes until he figured out he had to. Uh, the spoiler, the big surprise was he was actually Kennedy's father. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it kind of lined up, <laughs> I guess. Speaking of line up, the time, and we, the time, the jumping they were doing with this. I'm like, wait, what year is this? What is this? What's going on here? But it works out in the end, but I felt like they didn't need to do all that. Um, and then what was what was Shelby? She was trying to trying not to get old because she they, was their both of their thing was getting old and dealing with life. Like yes. them being, I guess you can quote unquote the hot couple, the big big thing, whatever. Like Shelby and that dealing with I'm getting older and the new age people is coming up. Yeah, same thing for Quinn. Like my dad's getting older. I am the newer person trying to deal with this. Like I kind of like their storyline. Um, the daughter playing them. You know, like the whole, oh, like oh, the whole concept. Hold on, the daughter, <laughs> and I liked it too because you don't, you don't know what reality they're living in, right? So when she, uh, Quentin buys Kennedy, the daughter, a Chanel bag, and he's like, "No, she told me it was an investment." I'm like, "Well, maybe in their world, this isn't a, but it then, is an investment." And then she was like, "That's a Birkin." I was like, oh, okay, no, she's playing this dude. And she's like, oh, all the kids at school have one. And then Shelby calls like, don't buy her another Chanel bag. Stop doing this. She is using them. But I also like the fact that Quinn wanted her to call her dad. And she didn't do it until he like got her. Yeah. And I like how they had the moment with her and the granddad. Well, he was yes. like, you know what? Let me live Let me, with, my, with my granddaughter. Like, let's go through this. To me, if you didn't give him the dementia and whatever like that, her playing her grandfather makes way more sense because grandparents love to spoil. So yeah. those, they could be stern and she getting a new Aston Martin that you can't, a vintage car. That would have made yeah. a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, we'll probably jump back into all these couples when we get into. Me alone. Because she is single by herself, kind of like yes. storyline Yes, yes, yes. Terry Silver from Power cannot be a love interest. She, y'all got to nah. get her to find a man. Somebody made a list. They were like, why not Michael Ely? Why not Derek Hammond? Like, there were so many men. They were like, give her somebody. And I'm sorry. 
Y'all, y'all got, didn't even tell us why he stopped, why she stopped fucking with the white dude. Yeah, it was just like it didn't work out. But here's what bothered me the most. They were so cowardice. Make her pregnant. I want to see what yeah. that is. I was like, yo, she's oh. pregnant. But they did but they never had sex. So like she was gonna be pregnant by Terry Silver. But the the one night she did pull him back in. The first one, the first night she did it. Um, yeah, they but were, the, the the thing about them being pregnant was that close, or could it be Harper's? That's what they was really trying to go like, could it, could it have been? Because they, they were being real secretive about that night yes. that they spent together. Yes, they were. So the idea was to be like, could it could be? Could it be? Could it be? And she was like, no, it's not Harper. But I also like the Shelby kept checking on that shit. Like, I like Robin. So if y'all did something, take that shit to the fucking grave and blah, blah, this. All right. You ready to get into Harper? Oh, also, <laughs> shout out to Nia Long how she did handle the non-binary thing. Yeah, she was a great she, godmother. She was a she great was a, godmother. She was great. Like that was that was one of the best scenes. That scene yeah. with her and Lance in the car and and they're talking about her. She's not going to be a mother and him thanking her for being because at first he had he was mad at her, mad like, at her, yeah. yeah for you know, but she her, stepped but, up when Mia died. Like dog, yes, come on, you wouldn't even like the stuff that you know that's going on right now you wouldn't known if no. it wasn't for like she was really you could be mad at me now but you're gonna thank me later later yeah she was great at that i i did i did love jordan for that all right so the harper robin situation and maybe i should have known all this was coming because i saw somebody it was, it was in our in our in our facebook group somebody was like harper has is, is an asshole and you seen is harper he? This is yes, I think he is, and we'll we'll get into why I think, I think he is. There's a there's a there's a couple of things, and this is what I've, I've noticed too that a lot of people, men and women, would do this. Yo, she was wild for trying to take her kid to Ghana without she was. without. Yeah, I agree, but we we're ignoring a lot of what Harper was <laughs> no, doing. No, I'm not. I'm just that's no, you. I'm saying, I'm saying they not. were they were they don't even they bring up Harper's part. Toxic couple let's let's start let's start but this is what's confusing and this goes into your point about the two movies might not supposed to be connected other than lance and jasmine and shelby and quentin are married right because um what was it on the on the island on the island she says i want to stay on this island and take a leap and she jumps off the boat the next time we see him he wants to move to the west side get, and i was like wait what happened to the island it doesn't get brought up Right. Other than saying like she's wishy washy, she'll want to do, but they, but they don't bring the island up specifically. I'm like, wait, why y'all? Okay, fine, cool. Here's my thought about that. Five, six years have passed since they had been on this island, right? What do we? Yes, because we started in twenty, at least 2020, and then we that was in 2015 when they got married. So yeah, five years at least. Yeah, so five years then went past since that since that island. Yeah, the disconnect of not mentioning it, but that shit was five years ago. They've obviously moved past that. So I was okay with that. Not hold up, wait a minute. Hold up, but wait. my wait, wait, go ahead. But your what? But my my thing is that was the first sign of her wanting to do something else and him not acknowledging that. I'm assuming when they came back home, she probably never said shit else about it because she kept so many other things to herself. That, all that, and I like the fact that that was brought up in therapy. I do like, mm-hmm. like you don't bring up your needs. Right. So, uh, on the Island, also the book comes with, I mean, the movie comes with us. Right. So you want to work on the movie and 
he Harper at this point wants to be taken seriously. So he's like, I want to write this amazing body of work. So she reads a little excerpt of it and she tells him like, yo, when you have this energy, I want to live in that love forever. If you want to go to the Upper West Side and get in our daughter in grade school, I am here for you. Fast forward, New Year's. This is what this is what bothers me. So now, again, I don't, I don't think a lot of us have insight to what an emotional affair is because we just talked about married. Uh, why did I get married to? And her with Sharon Lil's character, her emotional affair was she went to dinner with a guy and she kind of was feeling him and he made her feel good. I thought he should have said she was going to a therapist. That's why she'd been happy all of a sudden. But then she's like, I don't see him anymore. I never see him. He works at different law firm. I'm like, who are you dressing sexy for though? That doesn't make any sense. And this one, it is um, the market the market guy, Jaha. And I get it because I guess he sees her and she wants to be seen. And Harper, Harper, there's a point, if y'all watch, there's a point where Harper don't even like her food. Like, he's like, he don't want to eat the peanut butter soup with his hands. He thinks the other dinner she makes is spicy. Like, I don't want to touch none of this crap, blah, blah. And I get the fact that he said that she don't know what she wants. She does and she doesn't. She knows food is her passion. She doesn't know how to channel it. She doesn't know if she should be uh, a meal prep service or it should be a, (coughs) a restaurant. And I will go with Harper with this. That restaurant thing that she wanted, the Jaha shoulder, that's too quick. Yep. You don't you're not giving me enough time. Now here's the yep. thing I, I don't understand. They don't bring that up. He never brings it up like let's try to find something else. It was just- their <laughs> communication was trash. It was. But to me, the, the problem of their relationship is that he settled. He settled but in the you, beginning. You're right. That was the start, and you allowed him to. But here's the wild part about him settling. So I went back. I was, y- y'all know I saw Hol- um holiday recently. So I went back and watched uh, some clips from the the original Best Man. And when he asked her to marry him, which obviously, I think that's what the whole thing was supposed to be about. It's it's ironically titled because Harper is the worst, right? (laughs) Because he's the best man, but he slept with the the, the bride. He He slept with the bride. He uses his friends for his own benefit. And he proposes at somebody else's wedding, making the day about you. When he proposed to her, she said, whatever, man. Now, in, but here's the thing. In the second movie, they're struggling, right? And this is probably one of our biggest gripes with everything. And this just is me, though. They're struggling. They are poor. They got a baby on the way. They have Now, remember, y'all, they had gone through some miscarriages. They had a hard time being getting pregnant. So they go through some miscarriages, and he's looking for his next hit. And Jordan says, write about Lance. Do this biography. And that's what they they, they ended up doing. So you come to this and he's doing the movie and she's like, is it about ego? Do you really want to do this? Do you want to switch it up? Blah, blah. New Year's Eve hits. This man is nowhere to be found and his wife is freezing. And this led me to believe, I don't know if they did this on purpose or this was a mission or whatever. He's in control of everything. Because he has this right of personality. These are my characters. These are my puppets. Because she kept calling him to call someone. I'm like, how does she not... I get that they're in a brownstone or whatever, but how come she can't call to, right? somebody's birth to furnace or whatever? Jaha has to bring over some heaters. He noticed a necklace, blah, blah. They go to therapy. Now, here's my biggest problem. So they end up breaking up because of this night, right? Uh, this dude goes to the... This is the best part. They go to therapy and they learn... The first time you see him at therapy, they're 
opposite ends of the couch. Then they get a little bit closer and they learn to compromise. He has the movie premiere coming up. He tells her, she's like, I got this thing coming up. I can't push it. She's like, you know what? I'm going to go to your premiere. I won't go to the after party, right? This pisses me off the most out of everything. And I see nobody bringing this up. So she goes to the premiere. Then after party is hitting. And Lance is venting to Harper about his son. And he don't like, I don't know what to do with this, blah, blah. Harper says, all you got to do is show up and show love. And Epiphany hits him. And he's like, yo, I got to go see my wife. So he goes to see her. She's smiling that he's actually there, right? And she says, thank you for coming, but this is your night. Go have your moment. He's like, all right, so we finna all meet up and have dinner with everybody, blah, blah. Quentin and Shelby are too drunk. Mm-hmm. I think this is when he has his cardiac arrest moment. Yeah, and he does. Merch and, and, and um, Candy didn't Merch show and up. Merch go. Yeah. yeah. And then she done told Demetrius, a.k.a. Terry Silver, um, like, yo, you, I don't want to mess with you because you invest in uh, prisons or whatever. So it was just him and Jordan spending the night together. Right. They're going carousel rides. They're screaming at the haters. They're walking through the park. They end up at, at um, his house and the, Robbie can hear him. Then they vamp out to her house and uh, do some rubber bands and look at the and she says, I want to keep the past in the past. He like, nah, but, you know, because his has something about uh, you get the, the queen and then get the Pulitzer. She's like, well, you almost halfway there. You already got a queen. He kisses her. Yo, how does that happen in the same night? I get alcohol, but the moment you tell your wife, you realize all I gotta do is show up and show love to my wife, and then you almost try to fuck your friend of twenty years, and that's the thing that bothers yep. me too. That I totally saw that whole night. Yeah, that, it made sense to me. Though, but the wild part was you said, "Yo, it's been five years since you know the island," so she wasn't even thinking about that. It's been twenty plus years since the first best man, and this dude is still pining for this woman who only said yes. in the in the first movie. I just want to fuck to see what it's like. She never really said she wanted to be with you. That is wild to me. <laughs> wild. And then the fact that like I, said, I talk about the energy, she tried to smile in Robin's face and uh, tried to say hi. And Robin wasn't feeling that shit. And I like the Robin told Harper, you never going to change. You just, this is who you are. That whole fight at the, at um, Quentin's house. And yeah. a, lot of people, a lot of people were upset that his friends turned on him. But I was like, that was all built up frustration because he does use people and that's all he's, he's he does been doing. and I ain't gonna disagree with that but they're they are both the problem and now what I don't like is people being like oh well it was Harper or it was Rob no nah, nigga it was both of them here's the One, thing though Go they ahead. should have never been together that's true from the beginning he settled for you you allowed it okay we got past that part right now we married, we in this whole thing. You do realize that he only proposed to you because he couldn't have Jordan. But here's Like, let that sink in. Hold on, sorry, second. Okay, fine. At what point is it on, like, this, the thing that bothered me about their relationship is there's a saying in the military where I've, I've seen it on TV and movies and stuff like that. Feels like, yo, me and this guy was in a foxhole together. There's nothing I won't do for him. I want to do I'm gonna do because they've been through hell and back. And this mm-hmm. is what bothers me about him. Because yeah, you know, you might have wanted to be Jordan and the what ifs are gonna get you as they talk. But at some point, you see this woman does love you. And y'all going through hell, y'all been through hell and you've been poor, you've been through uh miscarriages. Part, yeah. 
when are you gonna realize like fam that why is Erica Badu the only person that says next maybe next lifetime lifetime why is every television show telling us no it's gotta be now you risked your whole family for this yeah by (laughs) no means am I not like Harper is selfish she had been selfish the whole time but then you sat in this selfishness and I wanted you one time did you express how you feel and then when you did it's because the it run that's over like you was fed up yeah it was it was she her this is what she's guilty of now I, I don't know how much she knew because we watched the movie so yeah but she knew that there was something between them but, yeah, but that. whether you know something was between them or not like okay we got past what, what you think you got past him being selfish alone fuck jordan him not considering your feelings him not That's considering true. your career you him not but are we like are, y'all probably would have resolved this before y'all even got pregnant if you paid attention are we blaming the victim though when we do that when you be like how did They're you not both- see no, but what is he a victim of? With when it comes to her, what is he a victim of? What does she do that makes Harper a victim? Like I don't think she did anything other than the emotional affair I he has no idea like, about. I mean, I said I feel like I want to say he a victim, so maybe not that, but I feel like he didn't realize his own things because nothing was ever stated to him about it. I think also I think with Harper like if is, I do some stuff and you don't say anything I'm like oh okay that shit cool I like, can, get, it I can get, away, get away with not I can get away with it but oh this doesn't bother this person that's like for me like oh this but, is right. real basic but here we go if you taking out the garbage anybody who listens to WCW know how I feel about garbages you taking out the garbage you go well I took out the garbage I'm annoyed because you don't put a bag back in the garbage can. Yes. But I don't never say shit about it. So you continue to take out the garbage because you think that's fine. I'm taking out the garbage. And I'm continuously being annoyed because you don't put a bag in it. But you don't know that I'm annoyed because I ain't never tell you nigga put the fucking bag in the garbage can. So do you think without the Jordan part, because the Jordan part plays a big part into it because she ends up asking him. So who was all? So it was just you and Jordan, or who was all? Like you, all three of y'all were there, and he's like, "Well, not necessarily." Like he was going into like trying to play it. If that is not there, you think they would have not made it due to just him being. So here's the part that you're right. He was inconsiderate because he wasn't making time for his kid, which stands out too. There's a part of the people mm-hmm. don't. So he's hanging out with his daughter, and his daughter gives a sandwich to another guy because at this part he's like no nah, I want custody you ain't gonna take it and then he realizes yo this girl is six years old and she's more like her mother because she spent Selfless. more time with his mom, her mom mm-hmm. than she has with me so I just get and I'm like how are we ignoring this man wasn't a good partner he wasn't a good father in these early mm-hmm. years he was, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with either, but I think both of them play a part in the demise of their relationship well and yeah so, but it, I, don't I don't think it's say- necessarily 50-50 I mean, he might be 70-30 with this situation. Because if, if if your whole part is, yo, if you're telling your man, well, you never told me this was a bad thing, you know, is it that is that enough for him to break up with you? Would you be like, would you, would you be like, that affected you? Because that seems like what her whole thing is like, you never spoke up. But she also said he never supported her things. And she was like, he was like, well, that's because you move from thing to thing. And she's like, I always supported your, whatever you wanted to do. See, that's nothing when I'm like, oh, yeah, you do. Oh, fuck it. I, I, let, me, let me try here. Let me put in some real effort into this relationship before it falls apart. Uh, but I, I give it a 7 I out of 10. I thought I enjoyed it. I about taking my kid to another oh, no, continent, though. But here's the wild part about it, though. Here's a, but she had a point with being like, here's the thing. 
dude, like, this is the part that I was, like, really blown. Before the divorce, when she was like, hey, I had this opportunity to be in Ghana for a month. One single solitary month. Your ass couldn't make that work. One month? Yeah, she's like, all I asked you for. <laughs> That's the thing, too. And this this what bother me. And men do this. And women, too. What bothered me about it was she had a point. She's like, I don't ask you for much. I just asked you yeah. for this, right? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You did ask him for that. But then he's up here fighting. And I'm like, well, you didn't act like she was important to you until yeah. she wasn't until she wasn't gonna be in your life anymore. Like when yeah. they played um the Gladys Night, neither one of us wanna be the first to say goodbye. And he's like, Don't leave, and he's all depressed. That's another great scene too. Them leaving the house is empty, blah, blah. And uh his boys come over and play cards with him. Yeah. I love that scene because that scene follows right, follows them telling his ass off. But they were like, We still your friend. We know you're we an asshole. We still your friend. We're gonna get you together. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get you. Yeah. still our friend. Yes. Uh, but that neither one of us gonna and she's just like you're not gonna change and I'm like here's my thing because I like you could have well, gone to Ghana and the, the wildest part about it is he did say like everything you do you change your mind super quick and this is the one she stayed in Ghana so this will bother me about the ending though so when you get to the ending and he was like oh your soulmate oh this is nothing as soon as she's gone he tries to fuck Jordan and then she's like I'm not gonna be your rebound and he was like I don't know if I like this new Jordan because she ain't giving you no put like yo you are wild. But he does this whole scene. I kind of wanted them to be together, though. <laughs> I never did. I never wanted them to be I don't know why. I think I was just like, oh, I guess because she was single and she couldn't find nobody. And he was, but see, you I'm know, he always, always wanted her. I don't uh, know. I'm always the like. The toxicity in me. If there was, them to be together. <laughs> if there was no kids, I would for sure want them. But I was like, you yeah. got to be like, you got that energy around Robin. That was weird. And like, but the thing was, I was surprised that Robin wasn't there. I was, it was a dope surprise the kid shows up at the little, at the, his Pulitzer. But I'm like, oh, no, that's what we left out. That's the biggest thing we left out. This nigga wrote this story, y'all. He was writing a story about him and Jordan in the reconstruction era. And she had read it. And that's why. Oh, yeah. Come on. That's another thing. You ain't fucking with your like, man. They want, he was like, no, because he said they want a part they wanted, two, but they wanted to focus on uh, yeah. Jordan. And him, but when he started writing he, the, the when he wrote it, it was coming from a different place. It wasn't like hypothetically speaking. No, the book is like the reconstruction book. The reconstruction book. He wanted to write a love story set in the past. He was basing it on them. That's why when you saw the yellow papers and he he picks it up and you see the uh, flash scenes of them fucking. She saw it. She saw that um, paper and she was like, "Fam, you writing about her? You can't do that shit. I can't nah. write about my ex and think Sarah's nah. gonna be cool with it." Because nah. she also knows, because Sarah knows what my ex meant to me. So he can't yeah. do that with Jordan. You got to do it with somebody else. That shit was wild. But seven out of 10. I enjoyed it. It was fun. All right. So <laughs> it was fun. But I think my favorite part about the whole thing, everything about it, was they were just real life scenarios. Shout out to Robert Townsend. Yeah, he directed a few episodes. He, he, yeah. Yes. And it was why I was like, I saw the credits and I was like, oh, Robert. He did, he did Brown Girl Dreaming. And he did, what's the other one I wrote? I took he did like the, three or something, right? I think he did two. Oh. Things fall apart. He did America Wedding. He did the one where they did therapy. I think he did that one too. Um, let's play a game. We don't play this often, but we should We should play this more often. Okay. All right. So the game is, out of all of the characters on this, well, the male characters, and you got the female characters on the show, who do you think I'm most like? And I will tell you who I think you're most like and the reasons why. <laughs> and then we'll go. Okay. And then the and then the next question is who do you, who out of these characters would you, uh, would you uh, 
do you think I would date and who do you think you would date? I, I say who I think you would date. That's so fun. All right, so you want to go first or? No, I'm going to let you rock. Uh, All right, so I, I think, think you're most like. I think you're most like Jordan. And these are the reasons why. I think you are comfortable around women just as you are comfortable around men, hanging out with all men. And the more important, if y'all notice through those six, maybe maybe all eight episodes, a lot of people came to Jordan for their problems. And a lot of, I think- I would have said I was Jordan too. I yeah, I was you. like, I think that's who you are. I was like, oh no, I can see you. Everybody going to you with your problems. Ah, Harper Lance Merch Quentin. See you. Who do I see you as? Hi. Um. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I take merch out. Okay. Um, because I've never seen you as a person that's like. Merch like <laughs> yeah, okay. a pushover or something like that. A pushover. I feel like you very much stand in who you are. Okay, let's stay on that. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> it's hard because I don't think you're one. I feel like See, you're a combination. I, I, I know it gets tricky because of the writer. A lot of people want to say Harper. I think Q. Because he says whatever he wants. And he- yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I took Lance out. Yeah. And, that and I was torn between Harper and, but my thing about it is, I think that you say what you mean and mean what you say. And I think you have selfish tendencies, but not in like a negative way. I feel like your selfish part is coming become, because it's like, I got to be worried about me and yeah, I can't I worry about I'm the rest of it. Manipulating yeah. you guys but to yeah, benefit me. To be, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So I, out of the four men, I think you would date Lance most likely. Uh, okay. Because I think Harper's ego would get in the way. Quentin, he's funny though. We're not look. We're not doing nothing with looks because you might not be physically attracted to any of these guys. <sighs> If we're doing physical, I think Lance then. If we're doing personality wise, you're not merch. It's not happening. I mean, I guess you, if you, but you would be in control if you were a Shelby type. <laughs> but then you got to think who would Jordan date? Jordan might date Harper then. I guess Harper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, jo- I also feel like if Lance wasn't Lance, I feel like Jordan would date Lance. Uh, yeah, I thought so. A lot of people are like, I'm glad they didn't do it, but you could have seen it work. Yeah, you could have seen it work. Yeah, and I like the fact that we got a little bit of Mia in there too. She was in a couple of scenes. She was in the first mm, two. That was the, weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> least, least who do I see you dating? I let me go through this in my head. And you so, know what's, what's wild? Go through with your head. There's not too many of them that have personality. Because we could talk about some. I'm like, they don't really give you that much of the character. But go ahead. Who do you think? Cause I'll tell you who I who I would after after watching this. <laughs> um. Okay. Let me think of the women. So there's Jordan, Shelby, Robin, and Candy. Candy. That is her name. I feel like a little piece of date, a little piece of everybody. Um. <laughs> Cause okay. I don't think it would be Shelby. Although I think Shelby's fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's just me. That ain't got nothing to do with you. I just feel like you have a good time with Shelby. Uh, okay. Jordan. No, we're going to keep Jordan. We're going to put Jordan right there. <laughs> um, Robin. Maybe Robin. Okay. You sticking with Robin? I think it might be Robin. You should have went with your first heart. It's Shelby. That really? Would, the only thing I don't like about Shelby is she's materialistic. But That's she, why I didn't pick her. But she is kinky in the way she took care of Quentin. Yeah, like, okay. Oh, the the whole what, reason I didn't—that's the whole. I didn't pick Shelby because she was materialistic. That is exactly why. Yeah, I didn't if pick I her. could take that way, or if she could be a little more down to earth, it would really work. Because the way she looked out for him, and so I was like, "You, as a, when you get older, you want your woman to look out for you and be like, yeah. you got to eat cauliflower about this.' Jordan's too buried in work for me. Yep, I'm I was like, like she's a little too headstrong. She's a little too into that, and I don't know. Candy's personality, other than being into school and, and that intellectual, was my part. that's why I didn't go with Candy. I was like, yeah, like Candy, the stripper, seemed more fun. Felt, go ahead, yeah. Robin. And then Robin, I was just kind of like, I feel like Robin's a little open blanket. Like, yeah, Robin, can, I think Robin would work too. I, the yeah. chef, the chef, I, I would love to, like, oh yeah, put this food in front of me. But yeah. I know, like, you would love to travel. I know that you like learning new things. I know that. She like y'all to a compromise well, so that's why I was like, okay, maybe Robin, but I specifically didn't go with Shelby because she was materialistic. Yeah, that's that's her only flaw. You be like, but the, the she showed out because Shelby has always exuded like she was a she was a man eater early on, and mm-hmm. then um just a sex kitten for Quentin. But then these eight episodes, and like she had growth, both of them had growth. And you're like, yeah. look at y'all working things out, looking like the happiest couple out of all the couples. Out of everybody, <laughs> yes. All right. That was fun. I, we we got to watch more. I wish we got to watch this week by week. They dropped it all and we were on break, but I really wish we got to watch this week by week. Before we jump into Real Housewives of Potomac, um, I did have some good news over my break. I got okay. a letter from the Secretary of transportation jesse white how long jesse white has been there forever y'all the jesse white tumblers visited me in high school i've been out of high school for 20 plus years i'm like what is going on they still out here tumbling um they sent me a letter and said due to your great driving you don't have to go to the dmv i don't either i I love i was like oh okay and then they were like uh, we'll send you your license in the mail and I was like cool the crazy thing is I sucked because I lost that letter like you gotta go online and like do yeah, it or something like yeah. that and I ended up having to still go back to me because I lost the letter oh. like I didn't do it <laughs> so I was like mad but like I got that letter the last time I needed to re-up yeah, on my I, I license like, oh, so I'm hoping I get it again so I don't have to go to the DMV because the fuck okay let's get into Real Housewives of Potomac <sighs> Ashley's birthday is coming up so the ladies head down to Mexico. Mexico! Where chaos ensues. Let's talk about... Listen, Karen gave, gave me a lot of passive-aggressive energy when she was on some... She was second in charge, and she was like, this is how you do a trip. And we're doing these gifts, and this is... Because she was so mad about how her birthday went. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the 5-9. Um, so we got gifts for everybody, um, little vibrators, and what did old girl get? Robin got a veil. They're flew out with the wind or whatever. There was a surprise party. And at the surprise party, Mia and Jacqueline got into it. Now, this is going to be the theme of this episode. Yes. What? Huh? What happened? Because <laughs> Did that ass. Every scene, I was like, I don't know. I, I feel like we, I, we, like we missed a part. So this, they were, this was building up because Jacqueline's sister, which we never say her name, is Mia's nanny. 
And she feels that Jacqueline takes advantage and has her kids over, blah, blah. And we saw Karen's, uh, whatever her event was, the nanny or somebody that came, well, somebody that came and it was like, Jacqueline, she was like, Jacqueline right here, talk to her, blah, blah. Those are her kids. And Jacqueline threw a shot at her on the either plane or the bus. And she's like, it a takes plane, a village. And Mia feels some type of way because she was, an orphan and uh, she wasn't an orphan she was adopted she had my her mom was alive <laughs> so and so she's like blah blah so this all they get to arguing at this little su- surprise thing they did for ashley and she said jacqueline told mia you need some dick and mia fired back with keep your legs closed to marry men and everybody's like what huh did we miss something we really missed something because didn't mia open her legs up to a married man that's how she got gordon i'm so confused but I guess Jacqueline thought that insinuation was her messing with Gordon. She's like, I ain't never fucked your husband. I don't want your husband. What? What happened here, guys? Uh, nobody <laughs> knows. All right. So they go see a shot. I'm hoping the reunion do what it's supposed to do. But get to the bottom of this, but yeah, mm. uh, we, we're missing a lot, guys. You got to explain what was going on. We get to the shaman and Mia. Was open to hugging, hugging Jacqueline, but Jacqueline didn't want to be hugged. I was like, fuck you, bitch. So then we get this dinner at night with Sharice and Karen. And explain this to me. Sharice posted a video and Karen boob popped out or something. I don't. But... I thought it was Mia's boobs who popped okay, out. Okay, okay. That's what it was. All right. And Karen was just like, hey, boobs, we're having a good time. We drunk. That's really what I got. So. Did Karen think that Sharice was trying to embarrass her with the video? I'm confused. She said she, I, I laughed when I saw it. I thought it was a great time. That was what Karen was saying. And then somehow the talk of like parents passing had like really sent her. Yeah. Nobody brings up. She was like, yeah, because um, Sharice was like, yo, when my father passed away, you didn't do such and such. And... She's like, well, my mother died, and don't bring my mother into this. And it was like, I didn't talk about your mom. And Karen about deflecting. Yo, <laughs> I was going like, wait, what is going on? It's We're talking about yo, deflecting. Why? Just is- tell that woman I don't fuck with you because I don't fucking like you. That's the one thing that I'm like waiting for Karen to do. You don't like Sharice. You don't need no other reason than I don't like you. And stand on that shit, ten toes down. I don't need all this and you need to jump hard and move out the scene because you brought up funerals and somehow that's had to your mama like, girl, I don't like you. That's it. I don't like you. We ain't going to be friends because I don't like you. I don't like you. I understand that we grow up and things, but it's giving me real high school with why you don't want to be my friend. <laughs> like, like, I don't like you. And does Sharice does feel that if she becomes friends with Karen, they can be back to being a group? She can be full time cast member. I don't like you. And why does Giselle feel this like she needs to make things right when you know Wendy and what's her name was on the route out? She didn't make that right. Her and Candace don't get along. Why she feel like she got to make? I don't know. All right. Uh, so we got some. News. I mean, if the rumors is true that Robin not coming back next year, I cannot wait to see what Giselle do. Oh yeah, that's her friend. Uh, let's see. We got some 
news on the Real Housewives of Atlanta season fifteen. I will not be watching this, but I'm gonna give y'all this news. Cynthia Bailey is back. You know you wanna watch. Kenya Moore <laughs> is dating a rich white man, and there's been a newbie switch up. Uh, Who switch up? Let's see. Janelle Stevens is ready for Sonya husband Ross's birth. Wait, his his name is this. This somebody tweeted this, and this tweet doesn't make it. Sonya husband Ross, like you could have said Sonya Ross's husband birthday party, which is a great Gatsby theme. So sources exclusively tell Love B. Scott that production found her to be underwhelming early on and instead decided to focus on other candidates. So I guess that's Janelle. So who's these other candidates? Uh, one of the biz- one of the candidates being business Courtney, businesswoman Courtney Rose. She's the co-founder and director of marketing and media relations at the agency as well as the owner of the Brandista and creative director of her namesake jewelry brand, Courtney Raquel Rhodes. She's a friend of Marlo and has so far fared much better than Janelle. Uh, they expect to see a lot of her this season. And then Monetta Shaw. I've heard that I name. I don't know why they won't give Monetta Shaw a freaking peach. Is expected to have a more significant role this season. She has been Good. present at almost every all-cast taping and does a great job of inserting herself when need be. Good job, Mayetta. Uh Sources say that Kenya Moore is... That Mayetta introduced Kenya Moore to a rich white man whom Kenya is now dating. I'm trying to... I'm confused about Kenya and her finances. I don't mean to be pocket watching, but why is divorce taking so long? I get you don't have a prenup, but wasn't he making like six figures? You don't strike me as somebody who got more than five million. What's going on? We can just do this, right? And you and you got custody of the child. How he going to get more? Right. Let's get done with right. This. Cynthia Bailey is coming back down off the hill and has rejoined the ladies in a friend capacity. According to our sources, the network has been open to Cynthia's return and she's been taping with the cast at her. She's a like she's friend of the show. Yes. Along with Kenya, Candy Burris, Juicedora, Marlo Hampton, Sheree and Sonya Richard Ross will all be returning. And then uh, Apollo got married. I heard that. Good for him. And, um, this weekend, we're heading into this weekend. We have Martin Luther Day, Martin Luther King, on Monday. Uh, we'll, we remember we're going to record our Patreon episode. We're going to play a game of Black Jeopardy. So um, when you get off of work, let me know. <laughs> I'll be oh, ready. Yeah. I'm off. A whole I'm day. off at four. All right, we can knock this out. I like daytimes. I mean, we need to just have. Uh, we got NFL playoffs and also the House Party movie is dropping this weekend. Friday oh, is it? I want to see that. Yeah, I'm gonna go see that. So we got something to talk about next week. That is the episode, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. You can tweet me at one only. You can tweet Shell. At Sexy Shell, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappy Chatter. I me is with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check out the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. Support on the Patreon. Until next time, guys, I say peace. She says, Toodles. Bye.